Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, mi gente. Welcome to Call Stealing with Marquez. Uh, real quick, today, we're going to talk about subscription-based entertainment. I'll throw in a few things here and there extra if I find anything. I mean, I know I got the Bears game versus the uh, L.A. Rams recap, and then I have the Colin Kaepernick fallout and then the attack on the field with Garrett. But I don't know if I'm putting it in this episode. Maybe I will later on, but um, this is subscription-based programming to see, hey, this might be something to get you to cut the cord off. But it's my experience with subscription base and how great it is. So enjoy. Just purchased or just got the subscription of Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. But I'll go into Disney Plus first. It is incredible. There's so much stuff on there. It is great. The one thing, is it going to be like Netflix where they're making their own TV shows or series, um, movies, just strictly for Disney Plus? That's what I'm assuming, right? I know they got John Favreau from uh, the one of the best in the business, A-lister, the chef, uh, the chef movie and the chef show series on Netflix. He's also known for making Iron Man, creating Iron Man movie. Um, he's written and directed a whole bunch of films in the in the Marvel universe. He's also uh, done the Swingers with, and he was on the Breakup with uh, Vince Vaughn. So the guy is amazing. The guy is incredible. So he's already Disney Plus material. <clears throat> so he's doing the Mandalorian, which is a great series. About in Star Wars series that's um, it's going on fifty years after uh, the um, the Empire has been defeated. So and and it's still kind of rogue, um, the outskirts of where uh, the establishment is or where the um, well, who were they called? I think they were the uh, the. The revolution or uh, the ones that were going against Darth Vader and all them. Uh, I forget their names, but it's 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 filmed 50 years after. And it's really cool. It's the bounty hunter or one of the bounty hunters. He's a Mandalorian. And it's a cool little series. The thing that I'm a little off on is they give it, they, they bring it out. They release it once a week or once every four days, which I like to binge, but... I can understand since they got Disney Plus brand new and they want you to stick around longer and it's cool. But also on Disney Plus, you have all kinds of titles on there. Yeah, the Disney movies like the Santa Clauses and, you know, the, the Remember the Titans, Invincible, all those movies that Disney produced. And then you have some movies that I didn't even know were affiliated with Disney. Home Alone, um, Three Men and a Baby, um weird a lot of a lot of movies that are on there that um either disney had i think they bought i know they bought miramax and they got 
a Fox 21 or uh, Fox movies, whatever. So I think those titles are part of it. And they also have Pixar. They got Marvel. Um, they're, they're doing really well. That Disney Plus is so great. And the thing about it is for everyone. It's for everyone. It has, uh, it, it, it goes for adults. It goes for kids. I mean, my nieces, three and ten, are both, they're, they're stuck on it. And then my mom and my sister, they're stuck on it. They love it. It's, uh, it's incredible. Um, it's, it's shown uh, what subscriptions have done. Uh, I'll go into it in the next segment of how su subscriptions have helped cut the cord, meaning gotten rid of the cable and satellite dishes. But then I'll also talk about how the cable and satellite dishes has helped with cutting the cord. But yeah, Disney Plus has been a smash hit. It's incredible. I mean, I've watched already Aladdin twice, the cartoon. I've watched Lion King once on it. And I've only had Disney Plus for a week. And it's been great. And it's so good that you can even put like shows in a background. And, you know, have background noise while you cook. While you're um, cleaning, while you're doing other stuff, studying, um, you know, handling other business. But, yeah, it's remarkable stuff. I think it's, um, I, I'm, I'm impressed with it. Uh, I think um, going forward, we're going to uh, see a lot. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to be interested in seeing what Disney Plus brings out. I think... I think that uh, that's going to be their, their staying power. What keeps them around is going to be the, excuse me, it's going to be the exciting part. So, yeah, for me, Disney Plus has been a smash hit. The subscription-based entertainment, right? So, just to list off a few, like I just finished talking about Disney Plus. But then there's WWE Network, and then there's Netflix, and then Hulu. Uh, but Hulu's a little weird, but yeah, Hulu's on there. Um, uh, uh, that Zone, which is boxing and sports. ESPN Plus, which is an additional $5 a month. You get your content like detail, which is Peyton Manning, uh, NFL Hall of Famer, and Kobe Bryant, NBA Hall of Famer. They're breaking down basketball. They're breaking down football. Peyton Manning does quarterbacks. And in his segments, he'll show you what the play is supposed to be like, how it's supposed to be done. He really gets into detail of quarterback play. And each individual quarterback that is playing today and what, they've do, what they're doing and what they need to improve on and et cetera, et cetera. Then there's other shows on there like Peyton Manning's got this Peyton's Places which is pretty, which is awesome. I mean, this stuff, this subscription-based thing is, is just taking off. ESPN Plus is, it's it's really, really good. Uh, just for those two programs alone. Um, then they have other original content. Like if you like, you know, following rookies. Uh, they got some more 30 for 30 info on there. They got, they got a whole bunch of content on there. It's, it's. It's it's amazing. You can also get like international sports, rugby, uh, Caribbean baseball, a uh, winter league baseball. You can get a whole bunch of stuff on there. It's really good. Uh, and then you don't have the commercials, so that's pretty cool. This is what I'm interested in seeing. Like Hulu does commercials, and 
It's almost like the subscriber is fine with it. I guess there's two levels of subscribing, which you get the first one, four bucks, five bucks. Then you got minimum commercials. And then you get like one that's 10 bucks and you got no commercials. I don't really know how Hulu works. I don't watch Hulu much, but I watch it here and there. Um, the other subscriptions that uh, I kind of I'm going off of here is uh, so, you know, you, then you have your audio books, which is audible. And that's a subscription based uh, audio book uh, platform or app. And that's incredible. It's got all kinds of books on there. And the key for me is always about the narrator. Who's reading or who's who's performing? I like to say performing the audio because if it's like a Liv Schreiber from famously from Ray Donovan and Hard Knocks on HBO, I mean, that captivating voice, captivating delivery. Also, the Game of Thrones guy, his name forget, um, escapes me now. But the Game of Thrones, the Game of Thrones books is one guy doing like 30, 35 different voices. It's incredible. Those audio books are awesome. Also, more um, <clears throat> more uh, streaming services are uh, Prime Video, which is fantastic. I know uh, I'm gonna do a segment later on in the future about the shows that I've watched going back since I can remember. I, I think my very first show. That I was stuck on series was Sopranos. So that was early. I was about 2021. 20, I mean, this is after the sitcoms where I used to watch Saved by the Bell and um, I used to watch uh, Charles in Charge and, you know, uh, Who's the Boss and all those. After that, the series that I first started on, and then, of course, after Transformers and my, my, my famous cartoons. Uh, Sopranos had to be one of the very first ones. So I'm going all the way back to see if I can, I don't know if rate them, but put them in different sections, foreign series, uh, series that you got to think in a series that are just mindless, you know, you just having it just to watch it. And then, uh, series that are fantastical. So like the Marvel and, and, uh, Game of Thrones and stuff like that. So. I'm putting, I'm going to do another, I'm going to do another show on those, but uh, going into my streaming services. So Discovery Go, I believe it's, uh, it's not a subscription base. It can be, I guess, or whatever, but it has, it's tied into if you have uh, Comcast or DirecTV and then History Channel does the same YouTube uh, TV, which is regular tv but it has uh you know it, it it's streaming and you have play a subscription base and you just get it off the internet or or your, your internet connection with your youtube tv app the um youtube has the regular where you can watch youtube all the time it's free but then you got all these tons and tons of ads then you have the premium service which before used to be youtube red and then now it's youtube code or youtube premium or something and that one's got no ads i know it's great i used to have youtube red youtube red and it was music and um videos no kind of no kind of but it was nine dollars it was ten dollars a month and you know i just didn't use it enough but i mean i know it's fantastic you don't have no commercials or anything like that then the sports one, more of a sports one, you have uh, at bat app. Um, that's baseball, and that is amazing. 
You could watch condensed games. So there would be times in the, I would spend about 40 minutes while I'm uh, getting ready for work or cooking or getting ready to start my day when I was off work, 40 minutes to watch about 15 games of the condensed variety. It's awesome. At bad app was pretty cool. Um, but that goes for $25 a month. And the thing about it, it's six months. So that kind of uh, that, that kind of little pricey, especially if you can watch baseball games or if you don't use it. See, I used it for condensed games. I thought it was great. Um, then the premium service ones, I'll think about more sports ones. But right now, see uh, HBO uh, Now and Showtime. Well, the beauty about those is if you have DirecTV or Comcast or if you have a cable service, you can piggyback those on HBO Go and uh, Showtime anytime, or Show anytime. But you gotta, you're gonna wind up, you know, you're paying up, you're paying a uh, a cable bill. So if you cut the cord on that, it's HBO Now and Showtime, and those you can pay. Uh, I believe HBO is uh, eleven bucks, and um, or HBO is fifteen bucks, and and Showtime is eleven bucks. But again, all in all, all these subscription-based uh, entertainment sources are, are amazing. I mean, I do also uh, Stitcher, which is my podcast, and that's where I use, that's where I go for podcasts, although you can go to podcasts anywhere, radio.com, um, iHeartRadio, uh, even Anchor, uh, Spotify, all of them, but, or, or even Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts. But in, in Stitcher, they, they, they deliver a premium service where you can get ad-free content. But a lot of the, a lot of the podcast stuff is all, it is, um, it hasn't gone where the main source of revenue for them is subscription-based. They're going in that direction, but they do do a lot of ads. And they encourage podcasters to uh, put ads into their reads or, and it'll get sponsors. So um, there's, there's some premium there. Um, also, uh, you can get, uh, Apple music, which is great. I know Spotify has one. Pandora has a premium service. Um, uh, I think, I believe Amazon music is another one, but Apple music is the one I use. That's $15 a month. Uh, and you can put family on there. The thing about it is if you put family on there, anytime their phone or their device picks an app up or pays for an app, it charges to the main person's account. You got to find out on how you can separate that and just have the family use that Apple Music. So Apple Music has done a good thing where for them, they've isolated you to five different devices. So where other where other streaming services, you can pretty much piggyback on other devices and, you know, you can pre pretty much share your 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 info now i know there's gonna be a day where netflix and hulu and all these people are gonna figure out that you can't do that or you know they're gonna put a limit to each person but i believe doing a limit now is just too much work for what they're trying to do so they're trying to get it out there get it out there get it out there what's gonna happen is subscribers are gonna be fed up with oh i can't use it because my cousin and then my uncle and then my dad and then they're all using it at the same time. So they're going to, oh, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to get my own. Then you also have service providers 
like T-Mobile and Sprint and Verizon offering a service for free. Like Verizon's got Disney Plus right now. T-Mobile does Netflix for free. They they pay for it for you. I mean, if you want the premium Netflix, which gets you the HD Plus and the HD uh, the HD level um, or four four D HD whatever, uh, you have to pay the difference, which is only three bucks. So that's that's cool. But again, the subscription base phenomenon is just growing, and there's so many more. I know there's uh, BBC America or British Tube. Because I watch a lot of British shows, and there's another service for that, another streaming service for that. And the list goes on and on. But I am blown away. I'm blown away by these subscriptions because there's so much great content. It's so good. It's so good. And you really, you can think about the beauty about the subscription-based stuff is you create your own budget. For example, I'll give you an example. The reason why I led, I was led this way. I used to have DirecTV. Matter of fact, I had two locations with DirecTV. My dad had one and I had another one. What, but it was the same account because I said that we were using one uh, um, location as just a sports location and the other one was the main house. So I wound up having MLB package. It was called the MLB Extra Innings. The, I had the uh, NFL Sunday ticket which was a phenomenon and I believe is the is the reason for all these subscriptions because coming soon will be NFL direct uh, NFL Sunday ticket because the direct TV uh and NFL and NFL their contract is up. So even though the NFL sold they sold their uh package to direct TV for about 4 or 5 billion dollars and this was in 2007 they're going to double that or maybe even come right underneath that with sub subscription-based packages. And it's going to be incredible. Like, they're going to do stuff where you're going to be able to just get your one team. Or you can subscribe to just the Red Zone channel. Or you can subscribe to the whole package. Or you can subscribe just to one division. You can subscribe to only 3 o'clock start games. They got so much uh, options to do. The NFL does. That they don't need DirecTV anymore. DirecTV needs the NFL. So back to my example. I had the sports packages. I had all the international packages. I had basketball. I had hockey. I had all this. And it ranged every every month because the packages would, like August, September, you would be paying for the baseball package and the NFL Sunday ticket. And then in October, you had the Sunday ticket and the hockey package and the basketball package. And then in June or May, you had the baseball package, hockey package, and the, the basketball package. So what happened is my bill was always in the 240, 250 range. And I had only HBO. That was it. That was a premium channel. But then I had three boxes, two DVR boxes. And then when they went to the Genie, you had one main box, and then I had three little boxes. So all that stuff would, I mean, there would be times where I'll be paying $300 a month on that. It was fine because I had roommates, and it covered that, or it was okay because I had both my dad's home service and the sports service together. So it was okay. It was covered. 
um, I would be paying six months, five months, four months ahead of time. And it was okay. It was good. I was getting just paying the taxes per month at one point. But then the shit started getting bad, meaning the dish started going in and out of bad weather. They would say they couldn't have no, they had no control over it. Then if I wanted to move the hub from the direct TV over to another room, they charged me a moving fee, which was ridiculous. All you had to do was just unplug or go from the back of the device, take the plug that was hooked up to the TV and then go to the other side and plug it up. And they wanted to charge $50 for that. And any kind, anytime you got a technician in, it was 55 bucks. Anytime that you had a problem, you know, there was time, you know, luckily my dish was on the side because now where my dad's dish was located was on top the roof. So the snow, like I could take a broom and wipe it down, wipe it down the, the dish. And then I would be, I would be off of the distraction. Then I wouldn't have no problems with the weather or anything. You know, some people threw WD-40 or they threw, um, silicone on the dish uh so then when it rained or or the, you know the rain x or windshield wiper stuff they would put that on the dish so then when it rained and snowed it just slide right off it was genius but i mean you're gonna go up there and do that no 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 then at one point before that where i still had direct tv i had direct tv and comcast just for that situation just in case the weather got in the way so I would have Comcast and they would tell me that that was illegal. I had that for about five years in same location, same thing. And I had the, the Comcast because you want to go with the promotion, 110 bucks. You get the internet, you get this, you get that for a year. Then in a year, you had to call back and then, you know, reset up something. And then um, DirecTV would have a promotion also. So I would have them both. But I had all these fucking wires in the back of the TV and stuff. But again, I had in Comcast, I had the baseball package and the hockey package in, in uh, DirecTV because it was so much more expensive. I just had the Sunday NFL ticket. That was the reason, the only reason why I took that. I kept that. So overall, you know, the $300, $350, you cannot or if you're trying to set up your bill according to what or what you need. It's going to be over the $140, $150 mark. It's going to be that unless you go every month and cancel. So you go with Comcast, you go for six months, cancel on the six months, come back a day later or a month later, and then get back on it so you can get the promotion, the new, the new user promotion or the new client promotion. See, that sucks. What you want to do is, you want to be able to control your own context. So this subscription base does. You might just need Netflix and Hulu and Prime. Or you might just want The Zone, Hulu, YouTube, TV, and HBO. Or you just want, you know, Disney Plus, Netflix. You can control it. If you put all these together, if I put all the subscriptions I got together, doesn't even come close to 200 bucks. It's not even 150 bucks. Now, if I add my internet connection because I need the highest one because I got the ring bell, I need the highest amount of internet, like the, the fastest because I got all these devices. On, that's 130 to 150 bucks, depending on a promotion. I can even get it down to about $125. But I don't, I don't include that because the internet is a necessity. The subscriptions are not. Those are for wants. But the subscription base 
uh, app or the subscription-based entertainment is phenomenal. And cut the cord if you may, but you have your options. Uh, the next segment is about the news and football and NFL uh, Kaepernick and uh, Garrett situations. Then, um, then I'll bring in next week or next episode will be about the Bears versus the Rams and the debacle of the Bears. So enjoy the next segment. We have a situation here where a light-spoken, talented, number one pick of the draft, Miles Garrett, attacks, attacks the backup quarterback, Mason Rudolph, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this, this is one of those things where the um he he didn't hurt Mason Rudolph enough for more of a punishment but the act itself is appalling it's the worst this is something you do not do this is something that you do not have there is no place for this in sport, in American sport. When you play this sport and the competitive fire and juices, the reason why you play is to blow that steam and you want to attack an individual on the field. There's no place for it on the field. That was a blatant attack. And did the guy lose it? He probably did. Was the guy pent up? Probably was. I feel like that sometimes. I'm pent up. I I get situations where I feel bottled up. And the way to release it is just to go ahead and release it. But I'm not going to release it on another human being. I have no interest in that. Because that's just going to make me feel worse. That's going to make me feel like I created a problem with another problem or I exhausted a a feeling with another problem and then the and it's a it's a domino effect so my my the punishment should be the rest of the season six games five games that's the rest of the season if the, if the Cleveland Browns want to make themselves a respectable organization, which they're not, they're not a respectable organization, and they're going to wind up firing this bum head coach that they hired. If they want to make themselves known as the higher echelon of the league, they would cut Miles Garrett right now. Right now. Now they will cut him. Now he's going to be suspended. He should be suspended for the rest of the league for the rest of the year. Will another team in the future pick him up? Sure, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers will probably pick him up. Yeah, because he's a talent. He's a high talent. But we've also seen a high talent so totally self destruct. And this is what greatness is. 
Greatness is part of being available. Understanding how great you are that you're needed on the field at all times, the closest to 100% as possible, and with a fight and a hunger and a drive to be great. So I will question Miles Garrett from here on forward. In my opinion, Miles Garrett has been a bust of a first pick of the draft. His attributes, perfectly fine. His work ethic, perfectly fine. And even his statistics are perfectly fine. But he does nothing to change the needle. Got no leadership skills. It's proven that with this act of violence. He's got no composure. It's proven that with this act of violence. The guy is not a winner. And he's proven that. He, the Cleveland Browns aren't winning because of him. They're winning with him. And everybody wants to talk about how important the quarterback is and how quarterbacks are found to be you win up because of or you win with. Those are two different types of quarterbacks. Well, I'll, I'll put it at every position because stars are made on the field in basketball. The Bulls are no good because they, they don't have no effort on defense. But the reason why you would be a third talent or a third star, a third option to score on a team is because you, you're the kind of guy that they win with, not that they win because of. In baseball, Mike Trout is the analytical MVP. He's no winner by no stretch of the imagination. And all you hear, all you hear is how he's the best player ever. He should have had five MVPs in four years. He should have had all these kind of accolades. His team doesn't win. And then you hear, oh, but he's on bad teams. Well, I seen single-handedly Barry Bonds before steroids, before the uh, accused, the, the alleged steroid use, and before his, I'm not going to call him steroids because he wasn't taking steroids. He was taking, if he was taking anything, he was taking performance-enhancing drugs. But if he was taking anything, it was that. Before his head got big, literally, Barry Bonds won games. Barry Bonds got to the playoffs. Barry Bonds never won a World Series. But the thing about Barry Bonds was off the field. His personality was awful. It was awful. And you can see individuals that win games. Yadier Molina is, doesn't have half the talent, half the talent that Mike Trout does. But him single-handedly wins games. Ivan Rodriguez single-handedly won games. Won games. Uh, David Eckstein won games. I'm not calling these guys more talented than Mike Trout. What I'm saying is you can single-handedly have an impact on a team in baseball that you would win games. 
uh, um, Miguel Cabrera. Single-handedly won games. And this is my thing. These guys are guys that you win with, not because of. Miles Garrett was having a decent season. But now Miles Garrett should be suspended. He should be done for the year. And if the Cleveland Browns want an opportunity to change the way they are, you cut Miles Garrett right now. Because their Rex Grossman, I mean, uh, Baker Mayfield, he's no star. He's another quarterback that you're not going to win because of. And you're going to have to revamp the whole operation anyway. So you cut him or you put him on the embrievement list and look for trade or look for something to get him out of town. Because you do not need Miles Garrett no more. And if the Browns want to make themselves a legit organization, this is what they would do. On top of that, the Browns need to change their uniforms. Their logo, put a dog, put a dog on your helmet. It is the worst uniform in the history of sports. And I will go to the wheeze end of sports competition. Lingerie league. Bundesliga soccer. Australian rules football. Rugby clubs. I will find me no uniform worse than the Cleveland Browns uniform. It is an albatross. It is beyond disgusting of a uniform that you can have in sport. I have no idea what it is. I have no understanding of why the logo is a helmet, an orange helmet at that. It is grotesque. The Browns need to have an identity change. They need it and they need it fast. We give Colin Kaepernick all this stuff, right? So we're here as fans saying that Colin Kaepernick deserves a chance. The NFL goes off, albeit weird and a little bit awkward. But they go out of their way to make a workout for this guy. He already won a grievance case. So he got paid off because of collusion. He already has gotten all these people on his side. He's full of shit. Because if you paid attention to what happened the day that he sat during the national anthem... He was upset that he has not been playing. Colin Kaepernick was bad in 2016 and in 2017. So, I'm sorry, 2016. He was bad that year. In the preseason, he was in a quarterback battle. A starting quarterback battle. 
and he was losing it. When he was losing the battle, he went and pouted. And that's why he was on the bench, sitting down, when the national anthem was going on. A reporter, nosy reporter, nosy reporter came and asked him and noticed him and said, what is this about? And he went off to mention that it's because of Black Lives Matter. And did it after several days of questions of why were you sitting down during the national anthem? Trying to figure out. He wouldn't answer on the spot. He didn't say nothing until he left, got some information, whatever came out and said, oh, this is Black Lives Matter. Look, if he had a stance, he had a stance. Sure. If he, then he started kneeling. Then he started doing all, look it. I'm not questioning his stance. I'm not, I'm not talking about the motive. But I seen the game. I was watching the game. And he was pouting. He pouted before the national anthem. He was pouting on the side. They were showing the whole thing. He was pouting. But now the NFL, he rins a grievance. The NFL pays him a certain amount of money. He, he's got everybody on his side. Then the NFL goes and do, does this workout for him. And at this workout, it's all set up at the Atlanta Falcons facility. So all the people that are working with Kaepernick want to say that the NFL wasn't transparent, that they, weren't, they didn't give away a proper waiver form, that they didn't give the list of the drills, nothing. They didn't do nothing. 25 of the 32 teams were represented at the Atlanta Falcons facility. What does Kellen Kaepernick do half hour before the, the, the practice is supposed to start or the workouts will start? He goes and changes he goes and changes the location. So you got the whole league working with the NFL, each team working with the NFL. The NFL going off, getting using the Atlanta Falcons video crew. He wants to bring his own video crew. So everything is set up for it to happen over here at the Atlanta. He go at the Atlanta Falcons facility. He goes and uses that, invites eight teams that he wants to play for. He has no interest in playing football, fellas. He has no interest. In playing football. He invited eight teams that he would likely talk to. To his own workout at the high school. So he left the other teams high and dry. Without any kind of explanation. Any kind of notice. And he goes and works out over on the other side. He goes and works out over on the other, on the other, on the other field. Do you know what? It is time to be done with this guy. He is no longer an asset. He is no longer anything you need if you're an NFL franchise. He just isn't. If this was a whole PR stunt by the NFL, it was bad. If this was a scheme by Kaepernick to use the NFL to get these teams out here... And then he can go off and set up his own practice. That's atrocious. In my complete opinion, 
This is the final draw of Colin Kaepernick. If any team wants to sign him, they got his number. Thanks for listening, uh, for caught stealing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Subscriptions and a little bit of NFL news. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned for the next program, next, next show. It should be mainly about the Chicago Bears, and I'll throw in some tangents and rants in there also. Have a good day now.